Hello, hello! Welcome to Inklings with Irina, the weekly energy show connecting you to your intuitive guidance system. I'm so glad you're here with me today. I am outside on location at my local nature center, which I love, love, love to come here and walk my puppies and kind of get out of the mainstream every day. And of course, the sun is really coming down now. <laughs> I wanted to talk with you today about the best meditation to use when you're looking for an answer. So when you hop on, yep, give me a hashtag live, let me know you're here. If you catch the replay, hashtag replay, L, great to have you. So this came up in conversation recently with one of my one-on-one -on -one clients. She has some decisions to make and with those decisions, you know, if you don't have certain answers, it's very tough to make those decisions. So these answers are eluding her and she asked me what sacred practice what technique what tool can I use to help me find the answers I'm searching for and by the way if we haven't met yet my name is Irina Miller and I'm an intuitive energy coach and I have been guiding women for over 20 years on the right sacred practices for them the techniques the tools that they should use in the moment that'll be the right one for them because there's a lot of different options out there. You know, when you're looking for answers, maybe you look to a pendulum for a yes, no answer. Maybe you use muscle testing. Maybe you use the cards. You go to the cards for a little more in-depth reading. So my one-on-one -on -one client, she's tried a lot of these different sacred practices. And in this moment right now, she was looking for a meditation. And this is my go-to meditation that I always use when I'm looking for answers. So I want to set it up a little bit and let you know why I feel like this is one of the best meditations out there for finding answers. Number one, when it comes to looking for an answer, remember that it should be you know, just to take the pressure off yourself and get rid of the shoulds all together, right? Take the pressure off of yourself and make it a playful adventure. Um, when you think of this as an adventure, all of a sudden that shifts your perspective and your focus and your intention a little bit, which makes things much easier because if you go in looking for an answer with brute force, like I'm gonna crack this nut and I'm gonna get to the center of it, all right, sure, maybe you get to the center of it, but it's shattered, you're exhausted, and the information isn't always the quality that you would receive if you weave in a little bit of playfulness and imagination. Why playfulness? Well, playfulness exercises our imagination because what we need to do for a moment when we're looking for answers, answers we don't know, right? That are not in our conscious mind, they're somewhere deep in our subconscious, or we can open to receive them through inspiration and guidance. You want to be able to get into a space where you suspend disbelief, right? Because someone might give you an answer, but you say, oh, there's no way I could ever do that. You know, I don't have the background. I don't have the degree. I don't have the training. Ah, oh, we'll suspend disbelief because what if you get into that realm of imagination, you meet someone who wants to build into you and mentor you and take you under their wing. So there are all sorts of options. So the first thing when you're looking for an answer, keeping in mind the meditation I'm going to share with you is that make it an adventure. Bring in a little bit of the playfulness. Now, the second key aspect to this is take away the noise. Step away from the noise. When you're looking for an answer, essentially what you're trying to do is open yourself to guidance and inspiration. Whether it's your subconscious that has the answer or a guide or an angel or God, the universe outside of yourself. Hi, Katie. Hi, Deb. Hi, Renee. So great to have you. So when you are stepping away from the noise, what happens is that you can 
actually hear intuitive guidance because intuitive guidance, these nudgings, these prompts that we get, they all come in an indoor voice. It's not gonna be loud and ruckus, banging pots and pans, you know, bolts of lightning coming from the sky, God's voice booming from the clouds. I mean, it could happen that way, right? But generally 9.9 .9 times out of 10, it's gonna be this quiet little inner nudge. So if you're surrounded by a lot of noise, you wanna step away from that. And part of that is creating a space, a safe space for listening and hearing. Maybe it's coming outside into the woods with a lot of sunshine like I have, or maybe it's something as simple as just going into your bathroom or closet and closing the door. But it is necessary to practice in the quiet, to hear that guidance, get used to what it sounds like because you are developing a relationship with your intuitive guidance system, with your angels and guides. Once you know what that voice sounds like, it'll be easier to hear it in the noise. But in the beginning, it's, it's almost impossible. So the final thing that I wanna share with you about this, hi Amanda, hi Carolyn, great to have you. I've got my notes to remember. Um, the journey holds as much wisdom as the answer at the end. So often we're focused on what's the answer, what's the answer, and we don't realize that we only need enough of the path lit up for us to know what our next step is. Because think of it this way, if you had all of the, like all of the whole like goal answer revealed to you, and you're like, oh my God, you know, I'm gonna end up as president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're like, well, how in the world would that happen? You know, I'm just an intuitive energy coach. You know, I don't have any political um, support or leanings or bendings, right? We'd start to panic. How could I make that happen? Whoa. It's too much information. It's too much pressure. All we need to know is enough to take the next step. This is where faith comes in. It's so important. Faith in yourself, faith in your belief of yourself, faith in something outside of yourself. Just like Indiana Jones, <laughs> when he's getting ready, searching for the Holy Grail, and it's that chasm. He gets to the two openings of the caves, and there's this big, giant, you know, ravine between them, and he's like, I can't leap it. There's no way I could take a running leap and make this jump. He has to have that moment of faith where he takes a step, and as he does, it's revealed that there's an invisible pathway. He had to have that faith, to take that leap of faith, and then he can throw the sand on it, and he can see enough to take the next steps. But that faith, it's that moment that comes up. So when you're taking into account this journey, Think of it more as an unraveling rather than a mass revelation because a mass moment of revelation could be so shocking it puts you into a tailspin or paralysis analysis. How will it happen? So the three things to think about when it comes to this meditation is that it really is about an adventure, being playful. Step away from the noise. Allow yourself that time to quiet and know that the journey itself provides as much wisdom as the answer at the end. So this leads us up to the big moment of what is the meditation, Irina? Well, it's a labyrinth. So maybe you yourself have walked a labyrinth before. And this is the cool thing that the reason I love the labyrinth for a meditation, because Meditation isn't always about sitting in lotus position, you know, hands and chin mudra going, oh, 
it can definitely be a walking meditation where you put one foot in front of the other. It could be a movement meditation with your fingers or your eyes focusing. It could be listening auditorily, visualizing. So there are three different ways that I share labyrinth meditations with my one-on-one -on -one clients, with my group clients in the Intuitive Energy Adventure. One is through walking outside. Maybe you have a nature center that has a labyrinth you can walk. Maybe you have access to a printer and I use a printed off copy of a labyrinth that I guide my students through. And then I also have a longer audio journey. Now, if you're interested in any of those, just drop me a little heart emoji in the comments and I'll send you information and details on those meditations. But there's a whole process to walking the labyrinth. And if you're familiar with the wonderful myth of Ariadna and the Minotaur, and in the beginning when she's getting ready to walk into it, she really, it's a moment of transformation and shift and change. And it's the journey again. So remember, labyrinths help you be playful, go on an adventure, step away from the noise, and really take time to enjoy the unfolding of the journey so that when you get to the answer, it feels good, it makes sense, it's not scary, it's not overwhelming, and you feel completely steady and secure in your path. So thank you guys so much for joining me today. If you're looking for a way just to clear the noise in general, click on the link above. My little energy bot will take care of you and bring you to a really cool meditation to help with that. All right, I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Bye, thanks so much for coming. Yeah, beautiful meditation day for a walk or kayaking. Oh, that would be the best, Carolyn. Hopefully you can go kayaking for me. <laughs> One of these days I'll be able to get back on the water. All right, bye guys. Thanks for being here.